everybody. Welcome to the Drew Grimaldi podcast. It's uh, it's another crazy, crazy show for you. When you think the world gets crazy, always look for another hill, another cliff to fall off. Because right now, the newest polling data came in for the Democrats, and it's not looking good for Joe. It seems like the mainstream media has sided with um, actually trying to get rid of him and trying to get somebody else to run um, for the nominee. Right now, Joe Biden is not participating in one of the first primaries because at the time he did not have one. Now he's at a disadvantage. They are The Democrats are trying to get him out of there because they know that if, that if Joe Biden runs, it inevitably means another Trump presidency. And the Democrats, they, they know that they've gotten away with so much bullshit over the last few years. So they're like, all right, we're going to get in trouble if we do not keep cheating, lying, censoring, and stealing. It's like Obama, right? Obama uh, was the first one to really weaponize everything against the American people. And people always used to say, you know, back in the day when I was younger, I used to think, oh my gosh. I, I had a little bit more of a palate, I guess, for narcissistic people. And Obama was just that. I mean, he was the narcissist in chief. The guy was classic example of a narcissist. And he wanted to use that power any way that he could. And so I want to start out with this one here, because this is uh, pretty interesting stuff. But check this one out here. This is, uh, this is Obama here. I have to know, what is it like to be the last black president? Seriously? What's it like for this to be the last time you ever talk to a president? It, it must kind of stink, though, that you can't run, you know, three times. You know? No, actually, I think it's a good idea. Uh, you know, if I ran a third time, it'd be sort of like doing a third hangover movie. Didn't really work out very well, did it? Now, I have to say that I've seen this show before, and uh, some of the episodes have probably been a little bit better than this. You know, for example, the one with Bradley Cooper, that was a great Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah, okay. He liked Bradley Cooper. Oh, he really likes Bradley Cooper. Which, Why which film are you speaking of? Uh, the, the, those uh, hangover movies. Uh, basically, he carried them. Yeah, everybody loves Bradley. Good for him. Good-looking guy. Being like that in Hollywood, that's guy. easy. Call handsome, that's Be short, fat, and smell like Doritos and try to make it Hollywood. Is it going to be hard in two years? See, how weird is that now, right? Everyone's kind of like, oh, bummer, you know, but back then that was like, everybody knew, kind of knew, oh, bummer was gay. But, you know, the guy, first and foremost, he was a Muslim, and he appealed to the crazies right now that want a ceasefire with Israel. Now, there is no such thing as a ceasefire. Because Israel can stop fighting and they will cease to exist. Or, if the Palestinians stop fighting, then there will be peace. But there's a reason why one side is using their babies and their children and their family as human shields. And the other side... I mean, it, it was an unprovoked attack on October 7th. And 
1,400 Israeli souls died in some of the most horrific things that we've seen. Fuck Ukraine, you know, all these years of us sending all this money to Ukraine. We don't, we don't get any fucking good footage of anything going on over there. You're not, because they're not fucking winning. Ukraine is a lost war. And every time that grifter Zelensky walks in with his fucking sweatshirt on asking for more money, I mean, put on a suit. A grift 101. But this guy is... Zelensky is literally the highest paid athlete or um, actor in Hollywood right now. Highest paid. He is just a front for them to funnel that money. And that's why people always say, why are Republicans so on board with protecting uh, the Jewish people? Well, that's why. Because we, per we believe in protecting people's rights. And a Muslim can go live in, is in Israel, but a Jew can't go fucking live in Palestine. Are you getting this yet? That when you talk about them saying, oh, well, you know, they haven't given us water. They haven't, you know, all these people in Gaza, all these Hamas terrorists are sitting there going, we haven't gotten any, any you know, weapons or anything. You know, they're asking for humanitarian aid. Well, they just put their kids in the way of that. I mean, and giving, there was an old quote, and this is what I think, this is where I think Obama needs to shut the fuck up. Your time has passed. Nobody gives a shit about you anymore. Nobody even wants to read your damn book. I mean, that's how, you're a disgraced president, okay, Obama? Do you have nothing to say? Everybody remembers that it almost got this bad under Obama's leadership. It almost got this bad. But Obama at least had the wherewithal to know and to say enough is enough. And he had to work with Republicans on certain things. Granted, the Republican leadership at the time, John Boehner didn't have anything between his legs, and neither does Paul Ryan. But the fact of the matter is, is that you got Obama there, who's just a fan of these terrorists. There's no other way to put it. They are Obama, Barack Obama, a.k.a. Barry Saturo, which is what he went as in fucking college. I don't know about you. In college, I went as Drew Cavaldi. I didn't go as, you know, fucking a completely different name. But Barack did, and he ran for president. You know... I think that people should say that we should actually say that people said, you know, hey, Elon Musk should run for president. And somebody says, well, he's not like a, a, you know, a natural born citizen. Well, neither was Obama. I mean, come on. The fucker's a Kenyan. And you're fucking sitting here pretending to me that I'm just done playing pretend with these folks. I'm just going to call it out like I see it. Or like, you're an ass. I'm like, yes, thank you. I get it. Yeah. But. This is Obama fanning the flames of war, okay? And the whole thing with Obama here if, is that he, nobody has a shit what he has to say anymore. So what they got him doing here is they got him up on stage. They're probably paying him $200,000 to come sit up here and look intelligent. 
These are the same people that fact-check all your shit on Facebook. They all bring each other up and give each other awards and participation trophies. And uh, it's all a house of cards. It's all fake. But Obama, um, like I said, he, he, he wanted to bring Iran in, in as a friendship for some reason. Now, if you're not familiar with it, Iran funds Hamas and all these other terrorist groups. So why are we giving them money, you said? Ah, because it would just make too much sense not to fucking send people that hate us money, especially hard work, hard worked taxpayer money like myself. But Obama never cared about that. He put six billion dollars. I take that back. It was it was like a hundred billion dollars on pallets over to Iran, and uh, it was at the middle of the night. But it was all part of the weird deal. Why are why were they even discussing giving Iran and those people over there who, who don't value life, they don't have common decency, why are we talking about giving them a nuclear weapon? But these idiots were at the table for too long, and they need to be held accountable. So, but like I said, Obama... He's still trying to get it, get in his two cents here. Check this one out. There's any chance of us being able to act constructively to do something. It will require an admission of complexity and maintaining what on the surface may seem contradictory ideas. That, that what Hamas did was horrific and there's no justification for it. And what is also true is that the, the occupation. Occupation? And what's There's happening no fucking to occupation. Is. Donzo, he is loses. Unbearable. He's a fucking idiot. And what is also true is that there is a history of the Jewish people that may be dismissed unless your grandparents or your great-grandparents or your uncle or your aunt tell you stories about the madness of anti-Semitism. And what is true is that there are people right now who are dying who have nothing to do with what Hamas did. And what is true but right? I, I mean, we can go on for a while. And the problem with the social media and trying to TikTok activism and trying to debate this on that is you can't speak the truth. You can pretend to speak the truth. You can speak one side of the truth. And in some cases, you can try to maintain your moral innocence, but that won't solve the problem. And terror. so if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth. And you then have to admit in my presidency to move this forward as hard as I tried. I've got the scars to prove it. But there's a part of me that's still saying, well, was there something else I could have done? That's the conversation we should be having. Not just looking backwards, but looking forward. And, and that can't happen if we are confining ourselves to our outreach. I would rather see you out there talking to people 
including people who you disagree with. If you genuinely want to change this, then you've got to figure out how to speak to somebody on the other side and listen to them and understand what they are talking about and not, and not dismiss it. Because you can't save that child without their help. Not in this situation. My God. Aren't you so fucking glad we don't have to deal with that shit anymore? No, we have it worse. I mean, my God. That was like, like in like Democrats, they they can't talk about policy because if they want to talk about policy, their entire foreign policy is what caused this fucking disaster going on over there right now. The Abraham Accords were the closest thing that they had to peace, and that was under Trump. And instead of building on it and being somebody who built bridges, he burnt the fucking bridge down and left it to die. He just destroyed the Abraham Accords, and look what's going on over there now. Secondly, Barack Obama likes to call it an occupation, okay? These Palestinians love to throw around that terminology that, uh, that it's an occupation, okay? First and foremost, after World War II, the, they were talking about where they could relocate the Jewish people. So they said, why not here? This is where it all says in the Bible, we'll send them to, you know, send them to Israel. And so they brought them in there. And over the time, more and more Jewish people came there, and the Muslim population became more and more aggressive towards them. And they tried to work something out where they tried to work out where each side takes 50% of the land and they would have a ceasefire. And uh, the Israelis signed it. The Palestinians did not. Um, Barack, Barack Obama, Barry L, supports Hamas terrorists. His, his entire administration funded them, trying to get this Iran nuclear deal through, giving all this money to Iran. All that money went to these fucking terrorist organizations. Hamas. And you think they give a shit about human rights? No, because guys like Barack, they think that they're so smart that they could just talk around an argument. And it's all bullshit. But at the end of the day, all he tried to say was, just try to talk to people on either side. When, he, when you damn well know it's not what he means. It's the Democrats that are censoring our side. Why? Because we have a better message. This is about good versus evil. And Obama and the Democrats are evil. And they are not on your side. They don't give a fuck about you. And the only reason he showed up to this is because he probably made about 200 k for a sit-down event where he just had to speak for like 10 minutes and he got the fuck out of there. And he got to go, you know, take some pictures and all of that shit. But that's what these people do. They're all fake as fuck. You know? I mean, if <clears throat> Obama... And, and all of those weirdos, they can't tell you, you know, what a woman is, you know, or any of this stuff. They want to take out, they want to sensitize women's rights and all women's suffrage by saying that men uh, can be women and they can compete in men's sport and women's sports, you know. And uh, I think we just need to go back to the good old days of Mr. Rogers. 
you know, because you say, what could he teach us today that, you know, we so need to hear? Let's, let's hear it. See the difference between these two dogs? Rose is a dog that was born a dog, and Bob Dog is a person dressed up to look like a dog. Boys are boys from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Girls are girls right from the start. That's the way it is with many pretend characters like that. They are people inside big costumes. I realized no matter if I would have gone every surgery, continue with hormones, I realized I would have never been a woman. Children don't start out one thing and then change into another. Dad, I'm trans. No. A girl baby doesn't change into a boy baby. And a boy baby doesn't change into a girl baby. All kinds of things to think about. Oh, gosh. It's so good. You know, because it's so true. Is that... I can't believe that we actually have to have this. Other countries are talking about how they can arm their citizens and, you know, drive down crime, get people to prosper so they don't need to steal and shit. No, that, and, and, they're, and they're talking about military assistance and all that shit. The United States is talking about how we can better address the transgender community. No, that's nothing to say about that. Like, fine, whatever. They deserve their day, too. But... Don't fucking destroy our military over it. When our military was never meant to be woke. It was never meant to be nice. It was never meant to be um, a pat on the back part, uh, participation trophy. It was never meant to be that. If you thought that that's what the military was supposed to be, then you are a fucking idiot. Sometimes people from the weirdest places will spit the truth. Okay, now I'm a big fan of this one here because this is Julian Assange and he's just talking about wars. Listen to this one. Is that nearly every war that has started in the past 50 years has been a result of media lies. media could have stopped them if they had searched deep enough, if they hadn't um, reprinted government propaganda, they could have stopped it. But what does that mean? Well, that means basically populations don't like wars. And populations have to be fooled into wars. Populations don't willingly and op with open eyes go into a war. So if we have a good media environment, then we'll also have a peaceful environment. Oh, our number one enemy well is said, brother. And I believe that is the number one enemy of everyone, uh, is not understanding what is actually going on in the world. It's only when you start to understand that you can make effective decisions and effective plans. Now, the question is, who is promoting ignorance? Well, those organizations that try to keep them secret, um, and those organizations which distort true information to make it false, misrepresentative. In this latter category, um, it is bad media. Um, it, it really is my, my opinion that the media in general are so bad. Uh, we, 
would have to question whether the world wouldn't be better off without them altogether. Um, there's some very, very fine journalists. Um, and we work with many of them, and some fine media organizations. But the vast majority are all. And Back. so distortive to how the world actually is. Right. Um, the result is we see wars and we see corrupt governments. Well said, Julian Assange. And I mean, he's in. Trump wanted to pardon him, but they said, and Snowden, but they said, do not. I guess Mitch McConnell threatened Trump at the end about pardoning Julian Assange. Now, Assange was responsible for leaking some of the Clinton emails that he was able to hack. <laughs> All of those delightful ones where we got to find out where Hillary was cheating in the debate, where she got to know the questions ahead of time. Yeah. But it, I, that's something that a lot of people do not wake up to. The percentage of people out there that still support Biden, they are going to support whatever fucking brain dead sucker they're going to stick on that side. And... Truthfully, I don't think any. It's, it's only going to be uh, Gavin Newsom. That's what I think. If it comes down to that, but I think they're going to try to run Joe again because Joe had what he thought was such an amazing midterms after all the bad polling, and Joe Biden wasn't on the wasn't on the ticket in the midterms. Joe Biden's going to be on this one, and boy, are we planning to send his ass the fuck home. Back to whatever fucking crack nest that one crawled out of. Um, but, you know, Joe Biden's still going around touting Bidenomics, Bidenomics, Bidenomics is so great. Everything's so great under Bidenomics. Well, this right here uh, says otherwise. You see time and again that voters aren't necessarily feeling that, including in the latest data, which you've mentioned, the Bloomberg Morning Consult poll. Biden is not getting good marks on the economy right now, and generally people don't seem to be thrilled with Bidenomics. Yeah, they certainly don't. Look at that. 49% bad, 26% good in terms of how people feel about Bidenomics. Also, Jay Powell today spoke about the concerns internationally, these geopolitical concerns. He wasn't the only one either. No, you, you're hearing it from a lot of people. You see time and again that voters aren't necessarily... But I mean, this guy is so fucking not popular. That's how you know he didn't get 81 million votes. It wasn't like, oh my God, so many people were tricked in 2020... That they voted again, you know, for this for this Joe Biden fucking asshole. No, you were lied to. Joe Biden is everything they tried to tell you that Donald Trump was for four years, and now that they're trying to put him in jail for shit that's stupid, they're trying to put him in jail and ruin his business, saying that Mar-a-Lago was appraised at eighteen million. Okay. I mean, maybe the tennis court. <laughs> I mean, Christ. These people are just dumb. Trump has been making money off his name forever. You know? And uh, that's part of the package. So, I mean, the Trump name on it and who owns it? Yeah, a former president owns that property. So, yeah, that's going to fucking uh, have some, some property value to it. $18 million? Come on, man. People are not that stupid. 
So General Milley um, is a traitorous piece of shit. Uh, but he made some remarks to, to uh, China at the end of the Trump administration. And uh, he basically said, hey, we're not going to, you know, I'm going to make sure that things are peaceful here. And he did some things that were really, really tasteless that just really make you go, huh. But this guy was just terrible. And uh, this is General Milley here. Check this one out. He says to me, sir, sir, it's cheaper to leave the equipment than to bring it. I said, well, you got a $50 million airplane. You got a $29 million gorgeous helicopter. We had every type of helicopter. Many of them brand new, literally out of the box. 28, 29 million. We have 60, 70 million dollar plans. You mean you think it's cheaper to leave it there so they can have it than it is to fill it up with a half a tank of gas and fly it into Pakistan or fly it back to our country? You think, yes, sir, we think it's cheaper, sir. That's when I realized I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> God, see, that's what we need back in the White House. Something that represents the American people, and that man does. He understands the American dream a hell of a lot better than Obama did in Obama's weird years. I, th I think everybody will remember Obama's years as the weird years, because everyone's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? But I wanted to, uh, to show you this one, too. I thought this was interesting. So... Um, this is the difference between stock market and rent prices in the United States, okay? Rent prices and stock market. Check this one out. It's, uh, hold on here. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get paid. And they say it gets colder You're bundled up now Wait till you get older But the media men beg to differ Judging by the hole in the satellite picture The ice we skate is getting pretty thin The water's getting warm So you might as well swim But world's on fire How about yours? That's the way I like it And I'll never get bored Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid And it goes on. But as you can see, rent prices have went up a thousand times faster than the stock market has. And that's all because of bullshit government spending. You know, all of this government spending, having extra money out there, it's caused inflation. And when you start taxing everything to death, you know, with everything going on right now, it's more attractive to rent, right? There was an article out the other day and it said that 80% of U.S. counties, it is too uh, expensive to actually own a home. Think about that. The American dream used to be to have a beautiful house, have white kids, all of that. Nope, not this generation. Our generation is getting 
fucked. And you know what? It's going to be worse for our kids if we don't fucking turn this shit around. It is a generation that and a half that have said that we don't give a shit about government spending. It's just, it's just a number. It's just that. And it's crushing us. It is absolutely crushing us. The amount of debt that we have out right now, we our 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 interest payments are, are billions of dollars. And where does this spending spree stop? I'll tell you how it stops. It stops when you have it's kind of like protecting your virtue. Sometimes you just have to say no. That's a Ronald Reagan quote. But um I thought this was pretty good. Um, oh, this is funny right here. So this one here, uh, Democrats in Texas get lit up. I'm going to leave you with this one because I think this one's absolutely hilarious. Check this out. So they're having like a little, you know, get together here. I proclaim the name of the Lord Jesus Christ over the capital of Texas. I stand against Islam and the false prophet Muhammad. Islam will never dominate the United States, and by the grace of God, it will not dominate Texas. I like that. I like that. I like that. Not all heroes wear capes, my friends. Not all heroes wear capes. That is all the time we got for tonight. God bless. Thanks for listening. And get out there and talk shit to a liberal today. Thanks so much.